don't worry about tomorrow because today has enough troubles of its own. You know what I'm talking about. And I know how you feel. I know that you feel less than productive. I know that you think that you should be in a different place right now. And I know that you don't view your life as a success based on circumstance, based on either what's happened to you or the choices that you've made. But let me tell you this, dig your heels into the ground, stand up straight and realize that you are doing the best that you can right now. And nobody, nobody can take that from you. Nobody can handle what's going on in your life right now better than you are right now. You are so far beyond accomplished and you don't even see it. Stop looking in the rear view mirror. Look what's in front of you. You've got this. The reason I said stop looking in the rear view mirror is because what you're focusing on is the past. And when we think about the past, a majority of people think about negatives. All right, now readjust your mirror. Look in it right now. Do you see where you were? Exactly. You don't. You don't see where you were. It's so far off in the distance because of how far you've come. Don't get caught up in what society thinks success is. Find joy in where you're at. Thank God for where you're at because I guarantee someone somewhere wishes that they were there. And the person that wishes they were where you're at, there's someone behind them that wishes they were where that person is at. I know it's easier said than done to be content where you're at, but where we are at, we're here for a reason. It's a season and it might be a longer season than what we want, but realize this. If we show gratitude for where we are right now, imagine the possibilities for where we're going. How much bigger is our God than all these problems and all these things that we're looking forward to but can't seem to grasp? Stop focusing on what you haven't done and realize how far you've come. 
it's so important to realize that you've been in a place where somebody is right now and they feel stuck. And you're so much further than you were, but you can't focus on anything but what but what you need to do. Take one step at a time like we take one breath at a time. And along that journey, ask God where he wants you to go. Ask him what he wants you to say. But realize that he is not going to be loud. It is not going to be a thunderous voice from heaven saying, this is what I want you to do. It's not going to be like in Moses' day where that cloud lifted and they were able to follow it exactly where they needed to go. Because then what's the point in faith? When you can physically see where you're going and everything is led step by step for you, then we forget what we need God for in the first place. You are going through something right now and you might have tears welling up in your eyes and you might fear like there is no end. But there is. The end is on the horizon, but it starts with us being grateful where we're at. It starts with us thanking God for where he's brought us. Not asking him why we're not further than we are right now. You guys, this is a word to myself because I don't I don't understand why I am where I am in this moment right now. I wish that I was in a different place and further in my life, but there is a reason why I am in this exact place at this exact time and it's to teach me a lesson about something and if I'm not willing to be silent and actually listen I'm never going to hear that lesson I'm never going to learn what needs to be learned and I'm always going to feel less than I am because I want to be where I'm not It's great to think about what your future holds. But if we look at our past as something that's negative every single day and we look in the rearview mirror of our lives and all we see are are things that that we got away from and then we feel in the point that we're at in our life we feel in this moment that we're not where we should be we have to look behind we have to look in the rear view and have a different perspective we have to sit here and be like wow look how far God has gotten me but realize that you have free will you don't have to make the choice for change But you chose to do better. You're not where you were. 
you were you are where you are. And I guarantee 10 out of 10 times it's better than where you were at. And if it's not, make the choice right now to trust that God knows what he's doing with your life. Because you cannot do it in your own strength. If somebody tells me that I've got me, if somebody says that to me like, I don't need anybody but me, I'm sorry, but I'm going to correct you. Because my personal life experiences and my faith say that you do need more than you. People will fail you every time. They will be inconsistent. But the one thing that is not inconsistent is God. He's the same yesterday. He's the same today. He'll be the same tomorrow and so on and so forth. Don't you wish that you could say that about yourself? Don't you wish that you could say that you had the ability for that consistency? Will you do? It just takes worth. It takes work to do that. It takes conscious change. It takes you going from the I don't know why I'm here to the I'm so grateful that I'm no longer there. Because if you weren't there, I'm sorry, but you would not be able to make it here. And if you don't be grateful for here, you're not going to be able to go beyond. So I don't know exactly what you're going through, but just know that you're a rock star and you're doing it. You are. Yes, I'm talking to you. You are doing it. You are you are so much further than you give yourself credit for. You may seem like you're on this hamster wheel of life because I do too. You may seem like you're running and running and exhausting yourself and getting nowhere. But you're not. Because if you realize once you trusted that God knows what he's doing, you hopped off that wheel a long time ago. And you've actually been moving, maybe not at the pace that you think you wanted to, but you're moving so much further and you're gaining so much ground. So if God can give you grace in your life, let me ask you a question. Where is your grace for yourself? When are you going to realize that when you're doing your best in that moment, 
that God's got you. That it's on his timing. And that our timing means nothing. Do you even understand how accomplished and successful you are? And don't look at the societal version of accomplishment and success. Go look at yourself in the mirror right now. Probably the same person you looked earlier and called a failure. You need to learn to fail forward. Because if you don't fail, then you'll never have success. Nobody that is successful right now, even from societal standpoints, did not fail. In fact, they failed more than they succeeded. It was that one time that went through that they succeeded. But you are a success. You are loved. You are blessed. You are highly favored. And you are worth it. So thank God for where you are. Don't focus on where you've been. It doesn't define you, but it shaped you to get where we are right now. And let me just tell you how much of a word this is to myself. How hard it is for me to be grateful when I feel like I should be head and shoulders above and beyond where I am right now in my life. From a societal standpoint, I am not successful. And I know that. But my success does not lie within what society thinks of me. My success lies in what God thinks of me. And I'm made in his image. And you're made in his image. So guess what? By the blood of Christ, you are perfect. Let me say that again. You are perfect. And not and never within yourself can you call yourself perfect. But through your relationship and your faith in Jesus Christ, you are perfect. He made you. So how do you think he feels when you hate you? I'm sure it makes him sad. I'm sure the times that I've thought about ending my life, it breaks his heart. Because just because I can't see the purpose doesn't mean that it's not there. Just because you don't understand where you're at right now doesn't mean that your abundance is not right over the hill right up on the horizon. Do 
Do you understand how important you are to God's plan? Do you understand that you don't have to go and get an LLC or a 501c or B or whatever it is to be a nonprofit or get a ministry degree to have a ministry? Your life, every step you take and every day that you take those steps is your ministry. Your children are the fruit of your ministry. Wow. But don't think of it in a way where if something happens with your child, something that you don't want them to go through or they go down a bad road or they say or do things that you didn't raise them to say or do means that you either failed them or you failed God and you certainly did not fail yourself. So pick yourself up right now. Make the choice to stand up straight right now. And give yourself the grace that God has given you. We don't even have the right not to give ourselves grace for things going on in our life. Because the grace is covered by what he's already done. So it's okay to ask what's next. It is. Planning for the future is important. It's good to have a vision board, to have goals and dreams and places that you want to be. But if you're not there right now, don't think that you'll never get there. If it took a month, two, one, two, ten years to get you where you thought you would be, It's on his time. You had to go through every individual thing and have the conversations and the connections with every individual person all along the way for a reason to mold you into who he needed you to be right now. You guys, do you even understand that if you would have asked me to hit record and make an episode for you today, and encourage you today, 10 years ago, that I would have not had the spiritual, emotional, mental, or physical maturity to do any of this. And any of you that were on Facebook yesterday and witnessed the live and witnessed me lose my composure... There were so many times where I wanted to just hit end on that live video because I put myself in such a vulnerable position. Because in the back of my mind, I was hearing, what are you doing? These people are not going to take you seriously. How is anybody going to be encouraged when they see you falling apart? And you know what the answer is? 
You know what God told me in that moment? This is why I've given you this ministry. Because you have a heart like David and because you are proving your obedience every single day. And don't get me wrong, I see you mess up. But you have that repentant heart and you're always coming back to me. And I am so glad that you're here. And you feel that embrace. And let me tell you right now, he is so glad that you're here. He is so proud of what you've become. And even though you're in a time of your life right now where you feel like you're just stuck, like it's quicksand and like you cannot grab, there's nothing to grab to pull you out of this. That's not true. His hand is there the whole time, but we are so focused on trying to get out of this ourselves and focused on what we can do to further ourselves that we're not seeing that his help is right there. His hand is right there. And if you're just willing to grab it and make yourself vulnerable vulnerable enough to be in that position to be completely, completely submissive and completely available and make your heart completely filled just by what he can give you. That is the only way that we will be able to progress. So I'm telling you right now, I'm going to wake up every morning from here on out and I'm going to struggle with it because I know as soon as I hit record that Satan is going to slip in and be like, nobody's going to listen to that. Nobody's going to relate to that. Nobody pays attention to you. You're an adulterer. You have done so much in your life. You are such a hypocrite. I own that. I own what I've done, but I also own what God's done for me. So my slate is wiped clean. And it doesn't mean that I can just live any old way. But just realize this. I was talking to a good friend today about this, about the story of Job and how Satan went to God and he said that's your boy now I'm paraphrasing because that's not how the Bible's verbiage is but that's your boy right there if you think he's so good let me tempt him let me take things away and he will curse your name he took everything away from Job livestock land family everything and Job still stuck by him can you say that you would do the same Can I say that I would do the same? If you woke up tomorrow and God took your kid, how would you react? Would you curse him? Would you turn away in that moment and be like, how could you do this? Would you decide that there's no God and just you know go work for the other go work for the other team can you answer that question right now 
I'm going to be transparent. I can't. I think I would be so hurt and so furious that I don't know what I would do. But that is such an extreme circumstance. What I'm telling you right now, whatever you're going through, whatever is consuming your mind, whatever you're being tempted with, is it that big? Is it all consuming? Or is it just overwhelming to you in that moment? Don't feel bad if it is. Don't you dare feel less than what you are, feel diminished in your worth for being human. You are worth so much. And I say this in every single episode, but I don't know who needed to hear this other than myself, obviously. But I'm talking directly to you through your headphones or your phone or your car speakers. And I want you to know how much you are worth and how you are worth immeasurably more than you could ever imagine. In that you cannot allow what's been done to you or what you've done that you may feel guilt about to consume your mind and define who you are in this hour, in this moment. Because that does not define who we are. We make choices. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. God allows those choices because he loves us so much that he doesn't affect our free will. If he did, that's not love. That's dictatorship. That's you do what I tell you to do or else. For God loved the world so much that he sent his only son. to die, to be whipped and beat and bruised and spit on and mocked. And every day, we find something to complain about. We find these things that seem so big to us that consume our mind and then end up enveloping our heart. And then sometimes because we allowed that mind to envelop our heart, it hardens our heart. And we stop the communication with him. When we need it the most. Let me ask you this. How many of you pray and thank God for things when things are so good? When life is just everything you ever thought it could be? I'm going to raise my hand right now. That's me. Now on the opposite end. When life gets so bad. When things are going wrong. When things feel like they're falling apart around us. When we feel like we're being crushed. 
then what do we do? There's A or B in that situation. And I know you've done them both. You either go from, what am I supposed to do now? You know, what What do you want me to do? What's the next step? You know, asking him, communicating with him. Which is what we should do. We should communicate with him. But the problem is we don't in- communicate between the extremely good times and the extremely bad times. Because in that mid-range, when everything is all hunky-dory, we don't feel like we need to communicate. We don't feel like we need the prayers. We don't feel like we need to thank him for the meal. Because we're not focused on, you know, like, do, do you really, when you say thank you, God, for this meal, are, are you really focused? Are you saying thank you because you have it? Are you putting it in perspective that other people may not have it? And in the extremely bad times, I'm going to be the first. I have, I have cursed at the sky. Like, how the hell could you do this to me? You've seen me out here. You've seen me encouraging your people and the people that don't even believe in you are playing. I'm planting seeds in those people. And here you just allow me to sit. And now what? Now what am I supposed to do? And all that while when I'm sitting there screaming and just wishing I was in a different place, I'm not willing to take a second or take a breath and take a step back and just be like, "Ah, be still. He says, be still and know that I am your God. Because in those moments when we're cursing him, we become our own God because we are so consumed with what we want that we don't care what he has planned. You guys, this is something that I am passionate about because I know what needs to be said. And I'm finally being obedient enough to say it. If you're listening to this right now and you don't believe in Christ, I still love you. Come as you are. Because regardless if you're there for him, he's there for you. And this has been proven time and time again in my life. And I have turned away and backslid time and time again. And I can't promise you guys, even right now, that I'm not going to backslide. That I'm not going to do something that goes opposite of what I say to you guys. Because I'm imperfect. Because I'm human. But if I allow myself to be quiet enough to listen to him, and if I allow myself to just kill my flesh in that moment and just be like, okay, God, maybe it's a desire. Can you just take it away in this moment? I don't want this. Maybe it's, it's, you're becoming enraged because of a conversation that you're having. Maybe you're trying to co-parent right now and the other parent just isn't doing their part. And I'll be honest with you guys right now. I 
am in a place right now where I am in I am behind in child support. I don't see my son as much as I want to. I've never talked bad about my my son's mom to him, but I have talked bad about her outside of that. And that is something that I'm convicted of. Because at one point in time, I loved that person. And then when circumstance came up that didn't align with what was going on, with what I needed, I was not strong enough to stay in a relationship and love her through that. So I'm not putting blame there. I'm taking responsibility for what it is that I did. What it is that I did in other relationships. What it is that I did that potentially I could have done better for the marriage that I was in. That I made choices to take other people's wives as my own. That's not what a follower of Christ does. Who was I serving in that moment? Is it easiest just to say that I was serving myself? No. I was serving the world. I was serving Satan. And still, God allows me to be here with you and to encourage you because he loves me enough to use me as a tool when he should have just left me in the shed and let the rust completely eat me through. Let me decimate and dissipate because that's what I deserve. For those of you listening to this, I'm so grateful that you're here. I'm so grateful for who you are because nobody could deal with and overcome the things that you're dealing with right now the way that you are. So be encouraged in that because you are great. You are more than a conqueror. You are blessed and you are highly favored. And I love every single one of you. For it is by grace that we have been saved through faith but it's the gift of God that leads to eternal life. That leads to eternal life. Okay? He gave us grace from everything that we've done. He wiped my slate clean. And I was a horrible person. So don't you dare sit there listening to this consuming your mind with what you're going through right now and thinking that you have diminished worth because you are amazing. You were built in a perfect image. So make the choice to stand up and put your shoulders back and smile because you are a child of light. And where there is light, no darkness can be. No darkness can even be close to where there is light. And you are that light. I love every single one of you more than you know. 
And my love is nothing compared to the love that God has for you. You guys, don't allow yourself to not have grace for yourself in these situations because he has grace for you. And when somebody says to you, I wish that you could see you through my eyes, those words are not their own. That is God talking through that person as a vessel to you to encourage you and to bless you. So take that encouragement and take that blessing. Man. Just know that what you're going through right now, as hard as it may be, is for a reason. And it's also for a season. And unfortunately, that season may be going on much longer than you wanted it to. But stop focusing on your time. Start focusing on his. Start fo- Stop focusing on your view of who you are. Start focusing on who he sees you as. And start seeing everybody else in your life through his eyes. And that's going to be difficult. Because there are days where you will just be like, man, people are so inconsiderate. People suck. But realize there's so much more beyond that. Realize that that person may be going through something that you may not understand. Or maybe they're going through something similar to you. They're just not able to handle it as well as you. So as much as we need to have grace for ourselves, we need to extend grace to everybody else. So stop chasing grace because you already have it. And stop denying grace because it's been given to you for a purpose. You guys, thank you so much for listening. This is Imbalance Podcast Radio. I am AJ. This is episode nine. And I hope you guys have the best week. And I hope this reached the one person that it needed to reach. If this benefits you, if it benefited you and you feel like it could benefit anybody else, please share this episode. Please share the different avenues. Facebook.com slash The Imbalanced Ones. If you need to contact me directly, AJ at TheImbalanced.com. Don't allow yourself like I did yesterday to wake up defeated and to stay defeated all day. Give yourself grace and allow yourself to break down if you need to. It's okay to cry. It's okay to let, let it out. But make sure when you cry, it's not empty. Make sure when you're crying out, you're crying unto. Because he'll listen. Listen.
and he's the best listener. And once you're done crying out, listen for that still steady whisper. Still steady whisper. Because my friends, it's there. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate every single one of you. God bless.